Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, we highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, coming at you on August 2nd, 2019. Today is a special day because it is the return of Trivia Time with Tyler, America's favorite segment that we kind of forgot about and haven't done for like two and a half months, maybe? Can you put in like a sound bite of like a crowd cheering? <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. Um, we also, you know, that's part of our baseball talk, so a little spoiler there. We also got uh, Football is Back. At the time of recording this, they're doing the Hall of Fame game, which is the uh, first, you know, preseason game. There's so football is back. NFL game being played right now. Absolutely. And then also, uh, you know, we got some movies, you know. Tyler watched a, a movie that is in the theaters. He went to the theaters. He did not watch it illegally. Stuber. We're going to review that movie. <laughs> and then there's a certain star in Stuber that's going to lead to some different lists. But I'm going to let you listen and find out. Let's do this. I was waiting for you to say, let's do this. You always say, let's do this. I, yeah, I was. you got me going right there. I'm like, who are we doing the list on? <laughs> <laughs> Ready, 
shotgun. Halt! Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! Okay, Tyler. So we are one day removed from the MLB trade deadline. Perhaps the most underwhelming trade deadline of all major sports. I don't know. The NFL is kind of underwhelming, too, but not a lot went on this year. Yeah. And isn't this the first year they implemented and implemented like the new trade deadline? Like well, the, yeah, they don't the have firm. the waiver. They don't have the yeah. waiver trade deadline anymore. The August thirty first deadline, where you could put a player on waivers and then you could claim them. That's how Justin Verlander got traded to the Houston Astros. Yeah, I was expecting a more uh, exciting trade. De- trade. I can't fucking talk. Trade deadline. Yes, thank you, Jay. I mean, yeah, you know, past years you got you know Machado was the biggest deal. Last year, the year before, you know, you got you Darvish. The, well, the Verlander deal ended up happening after. Pretty sure there were some other big deals that year as well. This year, you know, the biggest deal, um, Zach Greinke to the Houston Astros. A lot of Dodger fans are, you know, a little scared. A lot of Yankee fans are a little scared. You know? Oh, I would be. Astros now looking pretty sharp. You know, they got Verlander. They got Garrett Cole. They got Zach Greinke. And they got Wade Miley, who's actually having a really good year. I think I he's like a top that. 15 starter. Yeah, so they're looking good. Um, I think they're – they want – they – they won if they're trying to just win this year, but I don't know. I feel like that rotation's getting a little overhyped. It's sick. Don't get me wrong. Zach Greinke is having a stellar year, and he's probably going to do exactly what they want them to do, especially because everyone who goes to the Astros just so happens to throw four miles an hour harder and have, like, insane spin rates. Just so true. happens. Um, I still don't know if their top three is better than the Dodgers' top three. Is their top four better than the Dodgers' top four? Rich Hill, when he's healthy, is really, really good. I think he had like a 2.2 ERA, so it all just depends if Rich Hill is is that fourth guy. I don't know. They're looking real good. They already had about, I think they're one game behind you guys as far as the MLB leading. They're close, yeah. At the time of recording, which by the time this drops, Jay, they could be the best team in baseball, and they just added Zach Greinke. They could, but I mean, the Dodgers always smashed Zach Greinke, so I'm not really too scared about him. That is true. But Dodgers are on downhill slide right now. We still went like... Worst month in July. of the season. Yeah, worst month. How do you know that? Do you see our my LA Sports yep. Hub tweet? <laughs> worst month of the season. I actually still had a winning. Haven't winning... looked it up at all. I just saw your tweet. Yeah, but it was still a winning month. It's just you're you're regressing. Cody Bellinger. Their regressing. worst he month just of the season about five minutes ago. Their worst month of the season, I think, is better than your team's winning percentage for the whole season. Yeah, we're. we're I think we're under five hundred now. No, you're still over it. I think. But, I don't um, know. We're fucking terrible. But I don't know. I feel like the Dodgers. I mean, Ryu, best pitcher in baseball this year. You can't refute that. So he gets the nod. You got Kershaw, who in the playoffs, I probably give the nod to Garrett Cole. But statistically, Kershaw's right there. Walker Buehler, same thing. Walker Buehler's right up there with uh, who's Zach Greinke. They're, they're in the same ballpark, and the Rich Hill's phenomenal when he's healthy. I don't know. We'll see. It's definitely scary. If it comes down to the Dodgers, I'm not really scared of Greinke because we, we hit we always hit Greinke good. Yeah, that is a... Uh... They gotta hope they play someone else. I would have been much more scared if they got Robbie Ray, the lefty from the Diamondbacks. He just sauces the Dodgers up. <laughs> and one thing about the Astros, like it'll work this year, but Granky's got a terrible contract the rest of his year, and I don't know how much of it the Diamondbacks are maintain like paying for. I didn't see those details of the deal, but I think we've talked about Granky's pod contract on the podcast before and it's yeah we have i think it's one of the biggest like pitcher contracts or something like that well he deferred a lot of the money biggest per year it's something it was a record-setting contract yeah he um he deferred the money so he's under contract for three more years in houston he's owed 32 million each year with a three million dollar signing bonus, so 35 million each year for the next you know two years past this year and then from 2022 
2026, he's getting paid $12.5 million. Oof. So, I mean, and then the Astros, they got a lot of people to pay coming up. You know what I mean? They got, you know, Correa is eventually going to be, you know, Springer is eventually. Springer. Bregman. I'm pretty sure Altuve has already got his uh, extension, but that could come back to bite him in the butt. But, I mean, if it wins the World Series, I've always said if it wins the World Series this year, then, hey, oh, well. I'm sure they'd be fine with two in three years and then overpaying for people the next five. Yeah. But maybe it's like Verlander. When they traded for Verlander, everyone's like, oh, he's overpaid. That's going to be a terrible contract. And it ended up working out great. So, because you magically magically gained like four miles an hour and like a thousand spin rate. I don't know, spin rate numbers, but that sounds about right. You're saying this like there's some conspiracy theory going on here, Jay. Weren't the Astros the team that got in trouble from stealing information from the Cardinals, or was it the other way around? Um, either we're going to go with that narrative. Either way, you can twist the narrative. If the Astros were stealing information from the Cardinals, and they're just a dirty team. If the Cardinals were stealing information from the Astros, then obviously they have information that no one else has because they've been cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what that has to do with Verlander throwing two miles an hour harder. Let's just, you know. Are we throwing steroids out there? Not steroids. I would say maybe some um, some manipulation of the balls. Because mm. just saying, as as a bat boy at the Ranch Cucamonga Quakes, I bring the balls to the umpires. You know, maybe they're doing something to the balls. I don't know. Maybe you're doing something to the balls. Mm. Verlander is a stay woke player, too. You I, see him at the Home Run Derby saying how the balls are 100% juiced? Oh, yeah. He's a stay woke player. Maybe they're juicing them for the pitchers, too. <laughs> you got, let you know, they're bringing the seams down so the balls carry farther, but you can throw them harder. Less friction. Yeah. No, to be real, though, I hate the argument that Justin Verlander's on steroids. I've actually got an argument with Dodger fans about this before. He's just good. He's, I mean, he's been good his whole career, and you always see pitchers have these late career, like Randy Johnson. Are you going to say Randy Johnson was on steroids in his career when he had his little resurgence? You go to a contending team who probably has, they have info. They're one of the good scouting teams, like the Dodgers. He knows exactly where to pitch people, blah, blah, blah. So, not only he's that, gonna he's, be better. he's a smart pitcher. Yeah, and I'm, you know, he's been able to change his game to fit into what he's doing now. Because I remember when he was playing for the Tigers, he was able to throw fucking 100 miles an hour in the ninth inning. Yeah, he was absurd. He worked like backwards. He'd throw like 92 in the first and be up to 100 by the fucking yeah. ninth. So he, he's adjusted and he's dominated. And and he plays in a division with pretty bad hitting teams. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, the Mariners are pretty bad, and I think the Rangers are decent. Angels, are Angels have a good offense. That's all we have. <laughs> That's all we have. Uh, speaking of the Angels and the trade deadline, did you see Brad Osmus's quote about the Angels? Um, I, I saw it was some part quote of it. where he was like, "We're just going to stand pat. I think we have enough to make like a playoff run or something on the roster." Oh, did he? Something like that. That's a terrible take. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much confidence in your guys there, dude. I watched your guys' game against the Orioles that you went to. Your commentators were literally talking about how they had AAA pitchers out there. Like even your hometown biased yeah no people know that these this pitching staff is they keep, terrible they keep it real <laughs> even though they I laughed so hard because they talked about the they literally mentioned the Dodgers like five times they mentioned the Orioles like twice you just no how do you get safe a third yeah they were like oh the Dodgers we swept the Dodgers oh Dodgers this Dodgers that and I was like dude get over it that was like four days ago <laughs> I'm just saying Jay you're talking shit you were the Dodger fan watching the Angels game yeah because you were there. I always like watching games right. where my friends are there. I was in right field. Did you see me? No, I didn't see you. They had a home run by me. I did. I did kind. Of, I was kind of rooting for a walk off because I was like, that'd be awesome for Ty. But then Justin Verlander just skied it. Up or Justin Upton. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking. I was getting. High. I started an MVP chant. I didn't say that. <laughs> Mike Trout was up to bat in the fucking ninth inning, bro. I started an MVP <laughs> chant. I was in right field. I started chanting, dude. Everyone fucking behind me started joining in. 
It was hype. That's great, dude. And I think he struck out. It was very upsetting. <laughs> he did strike out. I say I watched the game. I literally only watched like Justin Upton's at bat. Yeah, it was bad. I didn't even see Trout strike out. Dude, he, they fucking pulled him out of the lineup here recently because he was doing so bad. Hey, you kept saying when Justin Upton off. returns yeah, to the lineup. when he returns, I don't know where the fuck he is. <laughs> um, the Dodgers, they added two players. They added uh, Jed Jerko, who that is... That sounds like a real big Jerko. <laughs> he was on the Cardinals. He's going to be like a... He's like a utility player. He's going to be like Kike. You know, he hits left, he's good. He doesn't hit right, he's good. He's pretty much just a security blanket because right now our team is so hurt that we have this guy named... Uh, Col- no, Colerick's the other guy we traded for. We have this... I can't think of his name right now. We have some random guy I've never heard of playing second base for us. And okay. then we got Tyler White from the Astros so because we're pretty banged up right now. But, um, yeah, then we also got this lefty reliever, Kolarek, who's pretty good. He's good against lefties, which is why they got him. Get you a lefty specialist. I looked up the numbers. He has the uh, – okay, he wasn't safe at third. He has the third or fourth – he has the fourth highest left on base percentage against left-handed batters with at least like 20 innings pitched against lefties. Two of them that were in front of him I think were starters. One of them was Tyler Skaggs, RIP. Ooh. And then uh, he has the third lowest like walk rate against lefties, too. Something like that. He walks lefties like 2% of the time. That's so, pretty good. Yeah, he'll be a lefty specialist. The Angels are making crazy moves of the trade deadline. Yeah, what? Did you get Max Stassi? Did that end up happening? We designated for assignment one of our shitty catchers to trade for a shitty catcher. Trade for another shitty catcher. It was, it was genius. I was reading things heading up to the, leading up to the deadline that you guys might sell on Lucroy, but... Which would have been good. Yeah, it would have been good. Sign a guy for one year and then trade him halfway through the year and get, even if you're not, you probably won't get a top 30 prospect, but still you're getting a prospect Something. for nothing pretty much. I'd say trade Luke Roy, trade Calhoun, even though he's, he's like a, he's a staple in the Angels franchise. <laughs> okay. But he's going to get kicked the fuck out once Joe Adele comes up. So fucking yeah. trade him. Yeah. I mean, it's too late now. Trade everybody. It's too late now. Not Mike Trout. Not Shohei. Not Mike Trout. Definitely not Shohei. Do you like Shohei more than Mike Trout? <laughs> it's close. I know you love I'm not Shohei. even going to lie. When he's on the mound next season, I think I will. Damn. I'm just so acclimated to the Mike Trout greatness that it's like, yeah, it's just Trout. <laughs> we got to the fucking game late that Hi. I went to. It was traffic. Hear me out. Got to it late. As we were walking in right under those hats, crowd goes wild. Mike Trout hits a two-round home run. How late were you? Uh, we made it in the first inning. <laughs> Missed Mike Trout's home run. How does it make you feel? I was a little upset. I bet. But I did see Pujols, which was... Didn't Shohei hit a home run that game? Yeah, he did hit a home run. He fucking crushed it. I saw that on like the MLB at bat app, and I was like, Tyler probably loved that. Fuck yeah, he's a monster. You got hyped when he hit that home run against us. Oh, fuck yeah. Even though the Justin (laughs) Bohr home run was the bigger one. (laughs) Nah, fuck that. (laughs) Then Pujols had like the shortest home run I've ever seen in person. You know how it's like the cinder wall, like cinder block, I don't know, fucking concrete? Concrete walls in the stadium, like on the outside edge, like thick walls. It's like the green padding, and then like there's you know the wall and the seats, like the little wall right down the field, like right field line. No, Jason, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, just the wall. Yeah, but it's like that. You know, it's like concrete. It's padded. It's padded, but then like the fan side is concrete. Okay, yes. It literally clipped right off the edge of that concrete wall. I think I could raise you one. AJ Pollock had one in at Fenway Park when I went. I just said that I've seen in person. I'm saying what I've seen in person. I can raise you one. That's fine. That's because you know how short right field is in Angel. Is that pesky pole? It literally just it like tailed. It was like a tailing fly ball that Mookie Betts just couldn't get to, and it literally <laughs> like just like bounced off the top of the wall right by the foul pole. Like it was, it was a home run though, three run home run. Whatever gets your job done. But uh, any other big moves? 
I know Aaron Sanchez, Barstow's own, my American League Cy Young pick, is going to the Astros to be a reliever, so I think we can give up on that um, that Cy Young prediction. Yeah, I would agree with that. Which kind of sucks, but, I mean, he wasn't going to win anyways. He has a 6 ERA. So, and everyone's all making Aaron Sanchez out to be, like, an amazing acquisition by them. Maybe as a reliever he'll be good. He's been good in the past. I've been on record of saying that, but this year he's just been nothing short of garbage. Oh. I, I shouldn't say garbage, but, yeah. Oh, what? Puig. Oh, yeah, Puig. We're not going to talk about Puig getting, getting fucking traded and then getting suspended for getting in a fight <laughs> with his old team. So, yeah, Puig, three-team trade. Me and Miko saw it. We were talking about it, and Miko was like, this is a bad trade. I was I actually thought it was a good trade for all involved. Uh, yeah, I, so, I, I thought it was fine. Indians got Puig, Franmil Reyes, and I think they got, like, a pitching prospect, too. So they got, the, they got two big league outfielders to help them this year. They're deep in pitching. Reds got Trevor Bauer, so they flipped half a year of Puig for one more year of Trevor Bauer. Who knows if he's going to stay. Indians didn't want to pay Trevor Bauer because they're like a small market team. And then the Padres ended up getting uh, Taylor Trammell or whatever his name is. Yeah. He's like a top 30 prospect, I guess. Me and Miko were like, who the hell is this guy? We looked at his stats and he's doing like really bad, but he's still a top you know, 20, 30 prospect. So good trade by all, by all involved. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I love how Trevor Bauer's last thing with the Indians was chucking the chucking fucking the ball, ball over center field. Did you see? I saw on Instagram. I don't know if it was true if he really this was really like legit, but it said he showed up to the next Indians game just in the seats, like as a fan. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that. I don't know how true that is, but yeah, it was like a picture of him in the concourse. <laughs> how do you feel about Trevor Bauer, Jay? Personal feelings. He's good. Personal feelings. I could. I don't. I don't care. Off field antics. Technically on-field antics. I don't care. I mean, he did that wall thing, which was kind of just funny, but... I mean, he talks shit to people on Twitter, too, but... Who cares? See, I like him. I like him, too. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's kind of like a, like a Duke star. Like, uh, what the fuck's the white dude's name that everyone hates? Christian Latner? Yeah. Leitner? I feel like he's like an asshole, but he's like an asshole you want, kind of want to root for. See, but my thing is people, like, get upset about it, and it's like... It's like a lot of older people. It's like yeah. your favorite player from the 80s and 90s were probably also an asshole. They just didn't have an outlet like Twitter to... I would you know argue they're I mean? probably more of assholes. Yeah. So Truthfully. I just thought it was fucking hilarious that he chucked the ball over the center field wall. It's such a clown thing to fucking do. Yeah, so Trevor Bauer actually did show up to the Indians game as a fan on Wednesday. You just have like a fake mustache and sunglasses on? He was signing autographs during the game in the concourse. Was he out in center field getting his ball? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, and then Puig got in that epic brawl. That was fucking awesome. Victorville's own Amir Garrett charging the the Pirates, dude. Just absolutely charging him. Dude was a one-man fucking wrecking ball. He said, I'll take on your whole goddamn team. Have you seen John Boy's video? Do you know who John Boy is? No. He's the guy who does like the videos of the the baseball things, and he like reads their lips, and he voices over it. <laughs> okay. Just saying, I've been on him since like... He started like popping up in my YouTube, and I've been watching him since like beginning of the season, and now he's huge. So like, the algorithm worked for him. But I, I hopped on the train a little early. Did he do like the thing with uh, the savages? Yeah, Yankees? yeah, that was him. Okay, that was like that was the big video that really blew him up. Oh yeah, that video was fucking everywhere. Um, no, his video of it was pretty funny, dude. It was it was pretty funny. Oh, so it wasn't the main one? Like he does his own shit? What do you mean? So like the one that everyone saw, where it's like my guys are fucking savages. Is no, that he that's his video. Yeah. Okay. And but no, I'm saying his one for the. The brawl was funny. Oh. <laughs> cuz like he cuz he's really good at reading lips and like one of the one of the things like Amir Garrett says, he's like I'm going to go over there and like fuck him up or whatever. And then the coach <laughs> just like goes like, "Okay, we're going to need someone." And points at the dugout and then takes the ball from him and Amir Garrett just takes off and like <laughs> um 
I need to fucking lend And then he, he showed Chris Archer, who just got pummeled. If you watch Chris Archer, he, like, falls instantly. He falls in the middle of the whole pack, and he's just getting, like, um, just, like stomped on. on. Yeah. And then as soon as they pick him up, Puig just shoves him against the rail, dude. It was so funny. Um, Puig, though. Fucking ride or die. Yeah, there was part of it. He actually yelled at his teammates. Did you see that? No. That was part of the John Boy video. He, well, yeah, he was, he was a neutral. He was a neutral person in that fight. <laughs> He's just swinging on everybody. He was yelling at them like for not like doing more or something, like fighting more. <laughs> he said, don't be a pussy. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but that brawl was awesome, dude. That's wild. That's an all-time baseball thing. A player being traded, not playing for either team in a fight. Why did they keep him in the game? Because it was the ninth inning. I guess they figured what's going to happen is the ninth inning. He was in the game still? Yeah, I thought he was in the dugout and came out. No, because they were they were on the field. He was still in right field. They kept him in the game. Oh, I thought he was like in the dugout, like they pulled him and he was just sitting in the dugout with his guys. No, they didn't pull him. I have no fucking. He was in right field. I have no clue, which is fucking awesome. Maybe the trade wasn't finalized yet. It probably wasn't, but it was one of those things where it was like agreed upon. They just didn't have probably just didn't have like the paperwork done yet. But still, why would you like just take him out of the game, dude? That's fucking awesome, though. I still love it. You trade for someone, and his first game's with you are suspension. <laughs> it's only three games. I mean, it's not... Yeah, it's not bad. But speaking of speaking of John Boy, there was this one video of Cody Bellinger. It was so funny. It was like... He got ejected against the... It was recently. Who are we playing? Oh, I think I, I, think I saw that one, too. And he's all like, it's this far. The one where he's like, this this far <laughs> yeah. off the plate. And then he's just like, I eat? Like, that part, that part <laughs> made me laugh so hard. Because Bellinger, being 23 years old and still plays Fortnite, is talking to a grown-ass man umpire going i eat like <laughs> well, wasn't the yankees one where he was like oh i'll go and check the fucking tape and then come back and let you know yeah was that the yankees one yeah yeah okay that one had me fucking dying yeah that's all so you've seen john boy's videos you yeah just... i just i just didn't know so he's the man behind the screen he's good dude he's fucking funny um but yeah baseball it was kind of exciting with that brawl on the trade deadline leads you into speaking of cody bellinger you just called his home run. I did call his home run. Um, right before the podcast. He's the subject. intimidating. <laughs> he's the subject of uh, Trivia Time with Tyler because uh, he's just so good. He's Man. just historically second, second good. Second best player Tyler. in Major Leagues right now. It's a very, very short Trivia Time Christian with Yelich. Tyler. Very, very short. It's going to last like five minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Cody Bellinger currently has, for his three-year career, which he did get a late start in 2017, only played 132 games. He's at 90, 99 home runs now because he just hit one. He's at a two eighty one batting average. That doesn't matter to us. He's at a nine thirty one OPS. This is for his career numbers, obviously. And he's at a 33 stolen bases. Okay. So I did the math. He's on pace to finish the year with 40, 14 plus 48 home runs. Doesn't mean he's going to. If he plays 150 games, that was 150 game pace. Okay. So... Which would give him 112 home runs. Just I'm just going off this 98 number. I'm assuming the home run he just hit is part of the pace I just calculated. So let, he finishes with 112 home runs, and then his OPS is 931. He'd have to really, really slump to get it down to 931, especially with only you know like 40 games left in the season, whatever it is. Yeah. So I think it's safe to say he's going to finish the first year with a 9 900 OPS, and he's probably going to finish with at least 110 home runs. He needs 11 more, based on how he's hitting home runs. It doesn't mean he's going to. Good but chance of it. Good chance. If he does hit 110 home runs and he keeps his OPS over 900, which, like we said, is very likely, he would become only the fourth player ever to start their career, their their first three years of their career, with at least 110 home runs and a 900 OPS. 
If he accomplishes the feat, he will become the first person ever to do 110 home runs, a 900 OPS, and 30 stolen bases. None of the other players had more than 17 stolen bases. In the first three seasons? First three seasons. And of the three players that have done it, Bellinger would be the third youngest to do it. Okay. So he's up there. This is history. The most home runs ever for a player in their first three seasons is 114. Ooh. Bellinger's... Like we said, he's on pace for 112. He's on pace for to, you know, he could set the mark. Okay. Pretty much the trivia time is can you guess those three players? That's what I was about to say. I'll give are, you I'll give you decades. I'm just saying if you need it. Are any of them active? Yes. Albert one Pujols. Okay, there you go. He actually has the most home runs through his first three I was going to say. I was going to say A-Rod, but the whole stolen base thing threw me off. Yeah, cuz A-Rod would have had this, you would think he would have had more than 17 think, in 3 seasons. I think with A-Rod I think it's one of these things where games played the 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 record might be different, but like because they do first three seasons, mm-hmm. A Rod might have only played twenty games his first season, yeah. and they counted that as his first season. So we might have to retroactively change this with games played, but we'll we'll wait. That's fine. Albert Pujols. Okay. What's the other decades? Give me the first one. Um. So the one that's tied with Albert Pujols, one hundred fourteen home runs, played from nineteen forty six. Well, the he, when he accomplished it was 1946 and 1948. <laughs> if this helps, he is on my Diamond Dynasty bench. That does nothing for me, Jason. Appreciate he, it. I don't know if you ever heard Can of this Can I phone guy. a friend? I'm going to call Miko. Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm let, call no, Miko. call Miko. <laughs> call Miko. He played. Just tell him. Tell him the circumstances. Say he's on Jason's Diamond Dynasty bench. Do you know who it is? Just put him on speaker and put him up, put him up against the mic. All right, let's see this. He played on a lot of teams. Let's see. We're gonna see if he answers. There, put him, put him closer so he, so the audience can, can hear. Can everyone hear? This is great radio. This is beautiful radio. This is how we're gonna do our podcast for now on. Just whenever we <laughs> our interview guests. people. I don't think Miko's gonna answer me, Jay. Probably not. He's off of work. I know that. I chose a bad phone. A friend. I know he's off of work because. Uh, Your oh. call has been wow, Damn, Miko. Wow. Unreal. Well. Do you want me to try to call him? <laughs> no, it's okay. Oh, the mic part just stacked or whatever. Spiked. I have no idea, Jason. <sighs> have you ever heard of Ralph Kiner? Nope. You need to play some Diamond Dynasty. Yep. The third player... Oh, shit. I lost my list. Okay, the third player played from 19... 1952 to 1954 was when he accomplished it. He's also in Diamond Dynasty. I've never played with... I don't have him because he's expensive. He played for the Atlanta Braves. Well, the Boston Braves and the Milwaukee Braves and then the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> as soon as you tell me Boston Braves, I'm out. <laughs> Who is it? <sighs> no guesses? You need, to re- you need to get your baseball history up. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. Anything before like 1998. Have you heard of this name? Eddie Matthews? Yep. Eddie Matthews. But I would not have been able to tell you that in a million years. He would have been probably the thousandth player if I had like an eternity to guess. He would have been in that range. So Bellinger's at 105 games played. If we assume the 150 uh, thing that I assumed earlier, that would put him at 434 career games played. So let's see all the players with 110 home runs with 434 games played. 110 home runs, a 900 OPS, and 434 games played. Let's see if there's anything like that. Because like I said, it might be the whole season's thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Bellinger got almost a full first season. So, 
Let's see. I don't know those are still the only three. With, yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, no. We got to change something. We got to change the years first to, oh, no, let's do, we'll do less than 435 because then it would show who's quicker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's see. Has anyone else hit 110 home runs in five, 435 games or less? In a 900 OPS. No. Mm. No. In how many games? 435. So that means that all the, the three players that are ahead of Bellinger on this list had more games played than him. What? Which is pretty remarkable. So that means... Would he oh, be the in fastest their, in player? their first three okay. seasons? Would he be the so, fastest player to... Who's the fastest player to 100 home runs? Ooh. I think I might know this one, Jay. Is it Ryan Howard? I want to say Ryan Howard. Oh, wow. The fastest in American League history is uh, Joey Gallo? That sounds about right. That's all he does is hit home runs. He got 100 home... No, he becomes the first player to hit 100 home runs before 100... Uh, singles. Singles. <laughs> Howard's either the first to 100 or 200. Or he's three. one of them. He's, yeah, one of those. He's the fastest. Okay, there's a quiz on this website called Sporkle. Really good uh, website, by the way. I'm just going to forfeit the quiz so I can get the answers. How do I forfeit? I don't want to wait 20 minutes. I Give thought up. you just paid for baseball reference stuff so you could look this up, Jay. Yeah, Ryan Howard. Nailed it. 11.41. There's your trivia time with Tyler right there. 11.41 at bats. That's, our, that's less than, or that's, yeah, that's less than Bellinger has right now, and Bellinger's one away from 100. So Bellinger's at 4.15, so if he does it before 4.30, we'll just say 4.30, 14.30, I should say, then he would be, what is that, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, he'd be 8th all time. So Now, I'm just throwing this out there. I don't agree with it. Okay. But I'm throwing it out there. Should Cody Bellinger be viewed in the same way Mike Trout was his first couple of seasons. Oh, I don't agree with it, <laughs> but you're throwing out some stats Jay, that I can't argue. Here's the thing with Cody Bellinger is he's following what Mike Trout did. If we take Mike Trout away, like just pretend he never happened there. Cody Bellinger would have a lot more buzz than he does. He's coming after Trout who, you know, did the same thing. And like we said last week, Trout is like this product of like the analytics. So like, if you take a if you take a baseball fan from 1980 who's going to look at average home runs and RBIs and you compare Trout's first 3 years and Bellinger's first 3 years, they might prefer Bellinger. You know, I don't know, I haven't looked at the numbers, I'm just saying they might. You take someone from today and they look at the war and everything and all that involved and you know Trout obviously gets the massive advantage. I feel like Mike Trout kind of came along in the perfect time. Like if Mike Trout played in like the 70s, everyone there's no denying he would have been great. You know what I mean? I, I just know. think I think his first full season was just so fucking insane. It was no, it absolutely was. I'm just saying that it's he's you know Bellinger's coming after it, and Trout is thriving from this analytical. The fact that we're comparing him his start to Mike Trout instead of someone from the '60s, you know what I mean? Like it's just you know what Very I mean. True. So that's why I'm asking the question: Is he on the level of Mike Trout? No, he's still got a long way to go. I appreciate it's, that. Is he on the same level as on as Mike Trout in his third season as Mike Trout was in his third season? Maybe, but Bellinger's second year was so it wasn't bad, you know. It's through, just so we'll go. His Mike, first year was good through Mike Trout's first three seasons. He had 
what is it? 60, 70, 80, like 95 home runs. You can just oh, go he had on 100. baseball reference, bro. Yeah, I'm on baseball reference, but I don't have it. Just click the first season and then click the third season. Click them and then I'm clicking four seasons because he played 40 games in 2011. Well, just don't count 2011 then. Just count his first, his rookie year, quote unquote, rookie year to the next, you know. You got it? <laughs> Get there. Oh, click on slide. Come on, you could do it, Ty. We're going to figure this out. We got people listening, waiting okay. for you to figure oh, it out. I, I fucked up, Jay. I okay. fucked up. I fucked. I found it. Nope. Clicked on. <laughs> is Miko calling you back? <laughs> is that Miko? It is. Should I answer? Yes. Hello? Hello, you called? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was trivia time with Tyler on the podcast, and I used to phone a friend, Amico, and you let me down. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the podcast right now. You're in the microphone. Jason had a question about a baseball player. Jason, give me the question. The question is, uh, it was three, the question was three players with 110 home runs and a 900 OPS through their first three seasons. I told Tyler one of the players is a Diamond Dynasty player on my bench, so he called you. Miko, could you name who that player is? He's an old player. Miko, you there, bud? I don't think Miko's there anymore. Miko, you there, bud? All right, and that was Miko. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Trout had 93 home runs, 291 RBIs. He had 98 steals, which is insane. Yeah, he doesn't he really had nearly fucking 50 in his first like in his Why doesn't season. he steal as much anymore? Cuz he's too busy hitting fucking dingers. <laughs> <laughs> um 311 batting average. He's got a better batting average. Not see no, not even Bellinger's first three seasons aren't close to this. I'm sorry. They're not. Appreciate it, Jay. The power numbers are there. I was just asking a question so you could hype up Mike Trout a little bit. The power numbers are there, but besides that, I mean the on-base percentage it's not even yeah it's not there the power numbers that's about it the fielding he probably has better fielding like analytically heard it from the man himself the highest played player in baseball is still the best player in baseball but the highest played paid player in football is not the best player in football at least the highest paid receiver is not the best paid receiver or best <laughs> Mika said know try vladdy no wow <laughs> no come on miko your phone a friend wouldn't have worked what are you telling I don't know who the player's name is. No, but Jason, the highest paid receiver is also the highest, the best receiver in football. This is a really shitty transition. I set it up real good for us, and we really fucked it up. Michael Thomas is now the highest paid receiver in the NFL. That will not last long. Why? Odell? Um, Julio, AB, and... No, uh, AB just got his contract. There's another one. AB um, just got his contract. The fucking guy out in... Mike Evans? Dallas. Oh, Mark... Cooper. Jesus. <laughs> Mostly Amari Julio, Cooper. though. Yeah, Julio might get more, but I don't think Amari, Amari Cooper might, but I don't think he should. Michael Thomas no. is pretty good. Michael Thomas is 100% better than Amari Cooper every single yeah. day of the fucking week. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. He is a top 20 NFL player. Oh, on that NFL. Goddamn right. You know who else is a top 20 player? Alvin Kamara. Philip Rivers. You know who's very far behind Philip Rivers? Drew Brees. Oh, I mean, Drew Brees is number two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> number Mahomes one offensive number player. One? Nope. Aaron Donald. What's Mahomes? Uh, I think like he was like fifth? Fifth or So sixth. do they go off a of legacy and current production? Because it's literally just voted on. Who Oh, the, the players play. vote yeah. on it? Drew Brees, number two vote. Hot take. Mahomes is probably a little lower than he should be because a bunch of people are like, that's the new kid. We don't want to, you know what I mean? Well, no shit. He's had one good season, but. Yeah. Drew Brees, number one offensive player in the league. 
Can confirm. Madden, get that man's oh rating up to 99. I think Phil Rivers was a 99. Did you hear about that? What? Or no, he's not a 99. Phil Rivers was like the third he's highest. He's like a 94. He's like the third he's highest. He's higher than Drew Brees. <laughs> it's absurd. Yes. It's completely stupid. Yes. Because he's, he's going to have a better year this year. We're not looking at the past. We're looking at this year. 100% Drew Brees has a better season. No. No, we just got a top 10 tight end. 100% Drew Brees has a better season. Who? Cook. Who Cook? Jared Cook. Oh, my God. That's going to be the difference? Yep. No. I mean, a second fucking target? He's throwing to fucking Michael Thomas the entire season last year. Nope. Philip Rivers is going to have a better year. Confirmed. Jay, I'll put $25 on the line right now. What are we? How are we determining what a better year is? Because you'll cherry pick anything to say that Drew Brees is having a better year. Goddamn right. So what's the... Quarterback rating. No. It has to be a mixture of things. We'll discuss. Michael Thomas, highest paid receiver. Melvin Gordon, trying to be the highest paid running back. Yeah, he's not going to be on the Chargers no more. That boy gone. Yeah. It's all right. It is what it is. What was the report? Is there a holdout? Well, he had a holdout, and he said if he didn't get the contract he wanted, then he wanted to be traded, and then they've been in discussions. The report I read is that the Chargers offer was around $10 million per year. Gordon doesn't want it, so now his agent has informed the Chargers that he wants to be traded. Mm. So... Melvin Gordon, um, Todd Gurley makes around $14.5 million a year. I don't know what Gordon's asking for. If he's asking for more than that, he's delusional. No one's going to get that. Um, so, yeah, he might get traded. I don't know where he'd get traded to. I think he just wants to be on a team with a good quarterback. Okay, shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> you know, there's teams that need running backs like the Buccaneers, the Dolphins. I think they have cap space. They're not necessarily good teams, especially in the Dolphins' case. They want to tank. I'm pretty sure the Buccaneers should want to tank, too, because their quarterback is terrible. Also, real good division besides the Buccaneers. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think your real division, division is that divi- I don't think your division's that good anymore. I think you guys are good, but I think the Panthers 100%. and the Falcons are... Eh. Yeah, probably. Um, Cam Newton. Got to keep an eye on that shoulder. <laughs> Career may be done. Um, you know, and there's teams like the Packers who could use a running back, but they have no cap space. Even though the Packers have that Aaron Jones guy who hasn't been phenomenal, but um, they're not going to trade to any AFC playoff teams. So I don't know where he goes. Like, I don't, you know, and it's like, if I was the Chargers, the most I would offer is like four years, 50 mil, 12 and a half per year. We have the cap space moving forward, but I understand why you don't want to pay him. He's- That's a lot for Melvin Gordon, though. It's one of those things, though, Ty, where we have cap space, so might as well use it. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess. Melvin Gordon's better than you're giving him credit for. No, I told you. He's, he's a top, probably a top five running back. I'd say top four, maybe. Who? When he's healthy. Tell me who. Don't fucking come at me like that. Tell me who. Gurley, but he's hurt. Okay. Zeke is up there, 100%. Okay. Um, Saquon's got to be up there now. Yep. And then Gordon Kamara. Excuse me? <laughs> uh, if you look at the numbers, I'm pretty sure Melvin Gordon's better than Alvin Kamara. Not per carries, he sure as shit isn't. Kamara's been fucking sharing with Ingram. I don't want to hear that. Uh, last year, he had a better yards per attempt. Nah. Yeah. His yards per attempt was 5.1. because he wasn't getting as many. Bro, he Melvin Gordon had less rushes than Alvin Kamara and had more yards. Why don't you look at them receptions? Um, receptions, I'm pretty sure Gordon's pretty good too. 9.8 yards per sep- reception. Melvin, uh, Alvin Kamara, 8.8. Hmm. Hmm. Same amount of receiving touchdowns. Hmm. 
Let me let me do something for you here, Jay. <laughs> let me do something for you here. Either way, I mean it's it's open for debate, but Melvin Gordon's definitely up there. If you consider Alvin Kamara elite, then you can't deny that Melvin Gordon's elite considering I said the, he's top five, but he's five. Whatever you want to say. Um but yeah, he doesn't stay healthy. Well, he I don't know. He missed four games last year. He played a full season the year before, and then he missed three games and then two games. We went four and zero without him. Uh, we have running backs. We have Austin Eckler, who's a good option. We have Justin Jackson, who had a huge game against the the Steelers. It's one of those things that reminds you that running backs in the right system, as long as they kind of, you know, there's different makers like Gordon and Kamara where they can do things that others can't. But you know, if you're in a good system, then I guess it's not that big of a difference. So I don't know. I honestly think he'll end up still being a Charger. I think he's going to realize, like, the Chargers going to be like, hey, we'll try to trade you, but no one wants to take on your fucking con. Like, no one wants to give you the contract you want. So either you stay here and you take our offer, or you don't play for a year, and then you get Le'Veon Bell the next free agency, and you make less than you would have made. So, because it's not just the Chargers. It's a league-wide narrative at this point. Ezekiel Elliott's undergoing the same thing, the same, like, little contract holdout. You know what I mean? So it's a league-wide narrative. It's not going to change for you. And it's like, yeah, does it suck? Yeah. You know, you're not getting paid as other players on the field. But I mean, that's kind of the value of the position, you know, like, sorry. It's not what it used to be where you hand off the fucking football. Every yeah. It's play. not, you know, like, so I will say he is a elite level player. We'll see. I could see him not playing in 2019. And it'd be a real shame for the Chargers to lose an elite level player and just be mediocre again. <sighs> yeah. We, we went 4-0 without him, buddy. Just be mediocre. We went 4-0 with... And I'm pretty sure the four games we won were, like, big games, too. Yeah, we beat KC without just, him. We beat Pittsburgh without him. It'd be a big shame if that just took a toll on your running back staff and your depth chart there. Those guys aren't used to that many carries. They only played four games without him, Jay. I don't know who we played in Week 7, but we beat them without him. We don't need him. Austin Eckler's pretty good, bro. Pretty good. And then that Justin Jackson guy looks pretty good. And you know what? At the end of the day, we got Phil Rivers. We got one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best. That's a bold take that I have nothing to argue or confirm. Two all-pros from the defense. We had two all-pro defenders. We have an all-pro, the only all-pro special guy who's also on our defense. We got Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. Our first-round pick was a D-tackle. Second-round pick was the other safety. We got good linebackers. We got a solid D, bro. We went into Baltimore in the playoffs. solid D. Yeah, he does. <laughs> we went into Baltimore in the playoffs and out Ravens, the Raven, Ravens. But then our then Belichick just put us in a mind trap the next week and scored like 50 points on us because our defensive coordinator didn't make any adjustments. Belichick made it look like you had the 32nd best defense in the league. No, Belichick made it seem like he had a play on Madden that you don't know how to stop unless you like play Madden a lot. <laughs> Very true. And our defensive coordinator, Gus Johnson, just didn't have the answer. He didn't his have the four verticals. His batteries died. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have the four verticals answer, bro. Yeah, it was uh, it was not good. But again, I have nothing to confirm or deny that, Jay. So your defense is okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. How's your defense? Okay. Okay. I'd, hey, keep an eye on Cam Jordan this year. He's good. Cam Jordan's good. Keep an eye on Cam. Oh, no, I'm talking defensive player of the year. Keep an eye okay, on Cam Jordan. Okay, no. Keep an eye on Cam Jordan this year. The man is in prime years to be experienced and knowledgeable, but still in Top-tier athletic shape. You know who's a beast? Derwin James. And you know that to be a fact. Keep an eye on Cameron Keep an eye on Derwin James. I'm not guaranteeing it. I'm just saying keep an eye. I'm not guaranteeing it either. These are just our two keep an eye on players. (laughs) We're keeping an eye on. I feel like Joey Bosa could put up like a defensive player of the year season. 
if he stays he, healthy. Hasn't he always fucking injured, though? I don't know. His first year, he put up, like, similar numbers to Aaron Donald. Like, they were actually really close. And Donald, like, he didn't get any recognition. And I was just like, that doesn't make sense. They were actually very, <laughs> very similar seasons. But we'll see what happens, I guess. And then, yeah, the Hall of Fame game is tonight. Football. Yeah, football is back. Who's even... I don't even know who's... The Falcons, right? Are one of them? Denver and the Falcons, yeah. How do they determine? Are, does Denver and the Falcons both have Hall of Famers going in? Tony Gonzalez, maybe? Question mark? Yeah, Tony... Gonzalez. Unless he's already in? Maybe he's already in? Tony Gonzalez? I thought Tony Gonzalez... He was a Falcon, you're right. He was... A, well, he was a no, Chief he is for a in. long time. That's what... Yeah, I thought he was a Chief. He was, but then he... Yeah. Um, I know Ed Reed. They interviewed Ed Reed. Class of 2019. I don't know why Denver is Champ there. Bailey. He played on the Broncos for nine years. That's probably why. Pat Olin. He owned the, he owns the Denver Broncos. Oh. Um, I actually didn't know this was a thing until today. Tony Gonzalez played on the Falcons. So maybe that's it. I don't know. They just kind of, you guys had some players going in. Can't confirm nor deny. I don't know. If, I don't know how true it is at all, but that's why. That's why the two teams are playing. And I don't really care at all. I'm one of those guys. I'll watch football when it's week one, 10 a.m. We got the red zone on. I got a, a sports bet on, and I'm ready to rock and roll. I plan on gambling on sports a lot more this year. I plan on gambling on sports when we go to Vegas for my uh, birthday. Side note, I'm learning how to count cards. If anyone's good at counting cards, <laughs> hit me up. Give me some tips. When we go to Vegas, I already have, I was looking at the matchups. I already have a game I know for sure I'm going to bet on. Rams-Browns in Cleveland. Cleveland has like two rollover games, I think, the first two weeks, maybe. I could be wrong about that. I don't know. I feel like the Browns are going to win the first two games, and everyone's going to be on the Browns' trail. They're going to be at home against the Rams. They're going to be like four-point favorites, and I'm just going to bet on the Rams, bet all my money on the Rams. You think the Browns are going to be favorites against the Rams, Dude, even at the home? Browns ha- the Browns are at home. That's what I'm, I'm saying. At, yeah. Even at home, Dude, I don't think they'll be favorites. The Browns have like the fourth lowest Super Bowl odds, or fourth highest, well, however you say it. They're fourth most likely. That's yeah. absurd. Yeah. That's a second-year quarterback who had a good season, but not an elite season. Yeah. The when I most, bet on your Saints bet, I was 100% like, what the hell? 100% the most overrated wide receiver in the lead with OBJ. Mm. I'm not saying he's terrible. I'm saying he's <laughs> the most overrated wide receiver in the league. I, I feel like there's more overrated. Who? Because everyone holds him up to this elite level, and I think he's good. I'm trying to think who else is like an overrated. So I feel like there's another, there's more receivers that are like they think are on OBJ's level, but they're actually way worse. I'm not saying the player mentality. I'm saying fan mentality. No, I'm saying that. I'm saying I'm thinking there's also other receivers that are in the elite category when they're not even close, whereas OBJ is at least in there. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I can't, I can't think of any. Tyreek Hill? He's not a good person. He's a terrible person. Along with Cream uh, Hunt, who's going to be playing for them Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about that for a little while. Nope. Still signed him. Still a bad person. I know. I wanted to root for the Browns so bad. Can't do it. Yeah. Now you're getting ready to make a giant gamble against them. Just because Well, that. it's going to be like a parlay. It's not going to be just them. But <laughs> yeah, because the, hype, the hype's real on the Browns, bro. I think Baker had like the fifth or sixth highest, lowest, whatever, MVP odds too. That is absurd. Yeah. Higher He's than... good. Higher than, I know, Phil. I think he can have a great career. I just don't think he's, you know, Pat Mahomes level first year good. No, yeah. So, the hype train's on the Browns, bro. They're the team you want to stay away from. They're the team you want to bet against. Yeah, no, I'm going to Because everyone is going to push the lines. Because that's how they determine the lines. Vegas will probably open at three. And then everyone's going to bet the Browns because they had a first good two first weeks. Maybe the Rams lose a first. I'm just, I'm setting it up. It has to go this way. 
And then so they're going to push the line even higher, and then I'm going to hop on that Rams, and I'm going to say... Money, 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 money. Yeah, so... Speaking of underrated and overrated, underrated wide receiver, most underrated wide receiver in the league, Brandon Cooks. He's up there. He was elite with the Saints, and he's still elite probably. Do you know he's never been a pro bowler? That's absurd. Yeah. I know he for sure should have been his last year with us. I I wrote an article about him. Um, Let's see what I said. Cooks has over 1,000 receiving yards in each of the last four seasons. Okay, here it is. Only three players in the NFL have over 4,500 receiving yards and 30 total touchdowns. Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, and Brandon Cooks. And Cooks has over 200 fewer targets than both Browns and Hopkins. He can take the fucking top off of defense. He, Dude, Brandon Cooks a monster. He's got the numbers. Why is he underrated? Probably because he's had Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and then Jared Goff. You know, even though Goff's not in that conversation, yeah. they're just in this insane yeah. offense. So well, he's probably being overshadowed by Gurley on that offense more than anything. Yeah, but most underrated player, I think, in the entire league, maybe. He's I can't literally tell you no. He literally is putting together top three receiver numbers. I can't tell you no. And he's never in your conversation for top receivers ever. He's not even a Pro Bowler. Never been a Pro Bowler. Is that's insane? I would agree with that. As a uh, former fan, <laughs> I would agree. Oh man. So Ty, you went and saw Stuber. Well, you yeah, you went and saw Stuber. At the movie theater? That, I did not. But I saw it. The FBI might be listening. No, I, I'm not saying how I saw it. You saw it? <laughs> I saw it. I viewed it I told you to watch it last week. Because I loved it. We, I saw it in Boston when I was on my vacation. And, and we're doing our, our fail-proof, within the lines, trademark, copyrighted, movie ranking scale. And we're calling it fail-proof. It is fail-proof so far. I mean, our movie ratings have been pretty accurate, I think. But I think it may have failed me. <laughs> okay. Because my score for it... Well, don't tell me the final score after. We're going to go through categories. That's fine. So, overall... Just know I liked it more than I scored it. Overall, yeah, Stuber movie. We're not going to spoil it. You know, we might spoil some jokes, but we're not going to spoil, like, the plot. Unless, you know, if we do, we'll say spoiler alert. Like, the... Anyways. I'll just scream. I'll scream at the top of my lungs <laughs> Please the don't do that. Turn the podcast off right away. It's about, you know, Dave Bautista plays this cop, and he needs an Uber driver because his eyes are Name all messed Stu. up named stew to take him and like he, there's like this uh not this high the, like this case he's been following because the guy killed his partner so he got like a lead on the case and then so he calls an uber and and stew ends up following him around and being his driver the whole time and it's as ridiculous as it sounds but that's it's, absurd which leads us into plot slash story what'd you give this jay i gave it a 12 <laughs> okay I give it a six <laughs> my logic for giving it a 12 was I see. We view this differently. I view a ten as like an average plot, and anything less than a ten is a bad plot, and anything yeah. more than ten is a good plot. No, so, I. So I'm, you think it's a bad plot? I do. I think it's unique because it's like these buddy cop movies that we've seen, and maybe I'll sway you. It's like these buddy cop movies that we've seen so many times, but with like a modern twist to it. Like, isn't there like a taxi cab driver movie kind of like? I think I don't know. I don't know, but it is absolutely absurd. He just he's a cop. He knows the law. He kidnaps the civilian, basically, and makes him drive him around everywhere. And then, The logic and then might the not plot be there, twist, but it's kind of funny. The plot twist is one of the most obvious plot twists that they can do. In plot these twist? Anim- um, oh, the thing that happens at the end? Yes. Yeah, they set that up. That was that, obvious. Not only set up, but it's been done so many times before. Yeah, but, I mean, I was still... I expected it, but it was still, you know, I was fine with it. It's not a movie that's 
trying to get you with the plot twist. I agree, and that's why it got a six for my plot and story. I think you're being a little rough. I think it's it was a... Now, don't get me wrong. It's watchable. <laughs> it's watchable. Just don't I go in... I thought it in. was unique. I liked how unique it was. That's fine. Just don't go in expecting a. And then he had the little plot. side story with the one girl he was starting a cycling class with. I mean... Yeah, it, there was that kind of seemed like it was very much thrown in and so unnecessary. It's not even funny. If they would have just left that out of the movie, it would not have changed the movie one bit. Well, the one big critique I would have is like the reason he doesn't just leave Batista's because Batista threatens to give him a one star review. You know what I mean? Which and is then, absurd. And then his rating will go below four. So you can't Uber drive anymore, which I understand you want to keep Uber driving, whatever. But maybe just sign up for Lyft. There's other apps. <laughs> you know what I mean? There. Number two. You could probably I don't re- want to spoil this, but the ending kind of he says he's doing Uber driving to pay for the spin class thing. Yeah. Which by the end of the movie doesn't matter. Well, it kind of does cuz he's still like an investor in it. Oh, he was said. he? Yeah, he said he's like I'm going to make my money while you do this cuz okay. I'm an investor. So yeah, he's still in it. Let me change my score. Okay. Your plot score? 6.1. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. Still 6. Um most unnecessary thing in the entire movie. Yeah, it was kind of, I'm pretty sure too, if they left you a one-star review and your rating went under, you could probably contact Uber and be like, hey, this guy kidnapped me. Can you please not let his score yeah. count towards me? Yeah. But I'm willing to overlook it because it's just a dumb comedy. And also, I'm, I'm this okay takes place it. in another universe where everyone's assholes to Uber drivers. If I have a bad review, I feel so terrible about it. <laughs> I think like, we're just that kind right. of, I think we're that kind of people though. That was absurd. I think there are a lot of people out there like that. That's absurd. And then, and then there's one thing where Dave Batista kicks people out of the car and he's like, this is police business. Yeah. And they leave him a one-star review for that. That's absurd. <laughs> Visual slash cinematography. What'd you give this, Jay? I didn't know what to give it because I don't remember any like visuals that were special. I just gave it a seven. I don't know why. I just didn't know. what. To, I honestly did not know what to give it. I was with you. I just gave it an eight. Like I, I thought there were some cool, like, the fight scenes. Yeah, I guess like there fight was one scenes, shootout yeah. scene that was pretty cool. Yeah. I thought that, actually, I might up my score. The scene where they're, he's throwing the dog food at him, I thought that yeah. was pretty funny. That's what kind of gave me the 8. Other than that, I didn't know whether to give it, like, a 10. Or, I guess it should be it. No, I'm going to I'm gonna boost this because, you're right, 10 should be average, nothing special. If it's getting lower than that, it should be bad to look at. There should be bad shots. I'm agree with you then. I'm moving my scale up to 10, which ups my score by three. I'm going to give it an 11. I'm which staying with 10. Because I feel like 10, even though it was a cool 11. scene, it was nothing special. So I'm just going to keep it at 10. But yeah, right. I mean, it had You're right. some. You're right. It had some decent scenes. Uh, the fight scene at the Bass Pro Shops. That was funny. That was a funny fight scene. I liked scene. that. Um, key elements. The key element being kind of action, but mostly humor. I don't. I don't know if I'll laugh as much rewatching the movie as I will like classic comedies, but I laughed a lot the first time I watched it. I thought it was pretty fucking funny, and okay. I told you this. You did. What'd you think? What'd you, what was your score? Seventeen. Give it a twelve. You didn't think it was that funny? I thought it was funny. Just the whole action side of it sucked. See, I was looking at it as more of a comedy. I don't care about the action. And not only that, only half the jokes hit for me. Really? Funniest part of the entire movie. It's when Dave Bautista tries to take off right away when he finds out the shit's going on. And he hops in the car and tries driving when he can't see. And he just starts fucking <laughs> shit up. I was, in, I was dying of laughter. See, I didn't laugh that much at that part. See, that was the only part I found funny. I found like, the funny, only funny. part. Wow. The other parts I was like, eh, it was funny. <laughs> you didn't? Wow, Ty. 
I'm a little hurt by that. <laughs> it wasn't bad. What about the scene when they're fighting in the Bass Pro Shops and his manager thinks they're like best friends and the guy's just like, no, I fucking hate you. Like, I thought that was funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that, that one might have been like a... <laughs> Got a third <laughs> I can't think of any other specific moments that made me laugh a lot, but I will say he was the funniest character of the whole fucking movie, his manager. Really? I thought the Indian guy, I don't know his name. You've said his name before. Kumail Nanjiani. I thought he knocked it out. I thought he was so funny. Or like there was the he one did scene. Good. I just don't think the writing was that good. He was like sitting in the front seat and he was like, This means you want to conversate, you're DTC or whatever. I thought that was funny. I laughed. See, I didn't laugh at that. That's what I'm saying. I think the writing was bad. I thought he. I thought the way he delivered it. I liked his character, and I. I don't know. I like him. I like him as an actor. I like both. It the was main the way actors. he said it too. I just. I don't know. I thought it was funny. I don't know if it reminded me of Brandon a little bit. Well, I will say, going into the next category here, gave it a thirteen. Characters only a thirteen. I still can't believe you didn't find Stuber this funny. I. It was all right. I'm a little hurt. It was all right. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little hurt. I'm watching the game because I'm wonder- worried that Kershaw's hurt, but hurt like me right now. Oh. I thought it was pretty funny, dude. What'd you give it for the characters? 15. All right, a little better than mine. I liked, you know, I like Batista. I like, uh, what's his name? Uh, you Kumail just said Nanjiani. his name. The, the boss was hilarious. He was funny. And, you know, it was good. It was, it was a, if I see it on TV, I'll consider turning it on movie. I'm a little hurt, man. I laughed. I laughed. I had a cute a few, and I told you maybe it was because the people next to me were laughing too. That just I just watched it by myself on a movie theater. If screen. we, if you, I guarantee, if you watched it with me, you would have laughed more. There's I guarantee a possibility it. of that. I guarantee if you re, if we rewatch it, and me and you watch it together, I think you'll laugh more. Maybe. Which maybe you'll laugh more at the art of self defense, which is your homework this week. I'm giving you more homework. That's fine. You got a lot of time to watch movies at work, so. My enjoyment score fifteen. I give it a 16. No, Jason, at the movie theater, not at work. You give it a 16. Oh, yeah. Don't you have it? a coworker that listens to this? No, I don't want to talk about that. Did he get fired? Did he get fired, I think. <laughs> he t boned another operator. <laughs> I wonder if he still listens. I don't know. What's his name? I'm going to not disclose that. He knows who he is. Bro, what happened? I don't know. Everyone, actually, no one knows what happened, but he hasn't been there. For how long? About a week and a half. He t boned someone? Apparently, it's just, it's just miscommunication all over the board. We've said your name before, bro. I don't know what your name, but he's a really good operator too. Yeah, Very unfortunate. You know, the best sometimes they mess up. We're not, ta- you know, we're not taking away your operator skills. Tyler knows you're a great operator. I know you're a great operator. You're a great listener. Just the fact that you listen to this podcast makes you a great all-around person. Um, and if you know, if you know anyone that doesn't listen to this podcast and they need to be better people, then show them this podcast because they'll become better people. Um, but come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, what was your final score for Stuber? Uh, 70. 56. That's so rough. I don't like that. And like I said, I feel like the score is a little low for how much I enjoyed it because I think it's it should be in like the 65 range for me. Okay. But it's not. But it's fine. Let, be tough. Be tough 56. with our scale. What that was your score? Gives us a 63. 63, making it not last place. Worse than yesterday. I think I like this more than yesterday, but I think I gave this a lower rating than yesterday. I don't know. Well, yeah, you only scored yesterday. You gave yesterday. Yeah, we have a few uh, movies that oh, we. No, Stupid was a double score. We're good. 
We have a few movies that have only been solo scales, so they have asterisks next to them. Yeah, Lion King yesterday, and another movie I watched. Yeah. Which is top in our list, Jason. With an asterisk. With an asterisk. Spider-Man Far From Home is still top. Your homework is to watch, uh, what did I tell you to watch? The Art of Self-Defense. I'll watch... A Motherfucking Star is Born, Jason. A Star is Born, okay. Watched it for the first time. Mm-hmm. It won awards. I was like, eh, maybe this shit's good. Maybe it's one of those movies that wins awards and it's not really that good. Maybe. It wasn't. Fantastic. I mean, don't ruin anything for me, but was it funny? Let me just say... No, not really. No. It's actually quite sad. Okay. Let me just say, Jay, a star was fucking born. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't don't want to spoil things. Then don't. I'm going to give it a quick, quick rating. Yeah. Plot story, 18 out of 20. You could have just waited till I watched the movie so we could have done it together, but you're already going. Go ahead. That's unfortunate. Uh, that's not my fault. Visual cinematography, I gave it 15. Okay. It's good, like, concert scenes and stuff. Yeah. Key elements, 19. Okay. Is that based on, like, the music? Based on the music and the drama. Okay. And drama, kind of. Characters, 19. Okay. Who'd you like more, Lady Gaga or Brad Pitt? Brad Bradley Cooper. Bradley Sorry. Cooper. I know Riley's probably screamed at me for saying Brad Pitt. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Fantastic. Lady Gaga was also fantastic, and that's why they earned a 19 out of 20. Almost perfect. You know what you need to rewatch? Speaking of Bradley Cooper, Hangover. I rewatched it in New no, York. I just watched it like two weeks ago. Still great. 100% holds up. Still great. Loved some, it. Some bad jokes maybe don't fit today. <laughs> yeah, there was some. There was a couple that I was like, wow, they put that in a movie? Still fantastic. <laughs> the 9-11 joke. Oh my god, that one was so funny. <laughs> Everyone's so sensitive since 9 <laughs> like, That was my grandmother's ring. She got it from the Holocaust. I didn't know they gave out rings in the Holocaust. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 19 out of 20 characters, 20 out of 20 enjoyment. 91. 20 out of 20? I enjoyed it. What'd you give Spider-Man? 20. I said, I said enjoyment was easy for me. Oh, okay. I mean, fucking Stuber got a 63 score, 56 out of me, and it still made a 15 enjoyment. Okay. I was like, damn, I'm tired. 91. Fantastic, Jay. 100% recommend it. It's 90, not funny. I don't 91. think you'll like it. I like non-funny movies. Okay. Bitch. Okay. I do. Okay. Sorry. You know what? No, that's what, Jay? I, I like A Dog's Purpose. That's not a funny movie. It's a very sad movie. That made me cry a lot. I was going to make a really inappropriate joke. Not going to do it. Go for it. We're Come moving on. on, Jay. Go for it. Come on. No, I'm not going to do it. Bring it, bitch. No, it was not about you. It's about dogs? Yep. Well, we'll just say Not going to do it. All right. All right. You remember, you have a dog, and he's listening. They got super, I love they got you, super hearing. Do the dogs have good hearing or good smelling? And cats have one of them, and the dogs are better at the other one. Dogs have bad sniffing. vision. But great sniffing. Great sniffing. But I think cats hear better than dogs, like lower frequencies. But I don't I know. Parker wrong. hears some shit, bro. He'll be sitting on the couch, and like you'll be getting out of your car, and his ears perk up. Really? Oh, for sure. Because he just loves me so much. What Someone's at the door. He just perks up. But he might smell you. So I don't know. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't know. That's your homework, Jay. Let me know what you think of Star is Born. I'll watch The Art of Self-Defense. And then we'll double score it. Art of Self-Defense. And we'll adjust not a Star is Born's. Besides that one scene I told you about the belts. That scene's pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> um, speaking of a, you know, Stuber, though. Included Dave Batista. One former. Of, former WWE wrestler. And Jason. We decided to do our top five uh, WWE wrestlers. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil something a little bit. We got two lists for everybody today. Yeah, we said that in the intro. Did we? Yeah, I think you only said you had one, and it was a surprise. 
No, we're doubling up for the fans. No, I said two. Okay. Hey, did you listen to last week and I did a little sound effect of the toilet? Did you hear that? No. So you didn't listen to the podcast? I did not have a chance to listen yet. It's fine. You listen to me when I, I was like talking waiting. Here. A li- I like waiting a little bit. And then re-listening? And then re-listening. Do you laugh so at it when you... I do, 100%. Me too. What do you laugh at yourself? Sometimes. I only laugh at you. I never laugh at myself. I laugh at me sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, that was funny. <laughs> Can't remember. I, I don't know. Jason, WWE Superstars list. Now, before people come and attack us... Where is my list? Because oh, there's goodness. some passionate WWE fans out there. Yeah. This is a very personal list from when we watched. Yeah, I watched a little longer than you. You watched a little longer than me, but... A lot longer, actually, but yeah. Attitude Era. era ugh, attitude Era. It's considered one of the best. No one's on my list because I didn't watch. Yeah, me neither. And I'm not going to pander. Well, technically, there is one superstar on my list from the Attitude Era. He just wrestled for so damn long. And you I probably have the same with guy. you. Yep. Yep. Jason, do you want to start off the list? You want me to start off? I'll start off number five because I kind of broke the rules a little bit. A little pandering. Number five, I went with a non-WWE wrestler. I went with an AEW wrestler. <laughs> okay, Jay. I went with the Young Bucks. You know, Great I went pick. With the, you know why I went with the Young Bucks? Why? Because I know them. That's cool. You know, they're my Uncle Dustin shout out. You know, they were best friends with him growing up. That's awesome. They sound great. I was in a wedding with them. Are they yoked? No, they're they're pretty skinny. Well, they're kind of, you know, but they're a tag team. They're one of the founders of AEW, the one Chris Jericho wrestles for now. They're founders? They actually helped found it. Yeah, them and Cody Rhodes. Do they jump off like top ropes and shit? Or are they more like a... They're like a high like flyer. A That's fucking awesome. They're like hard, like hardy boys, but less... Well, they still do like crazy stunts, but they do like flips. and They do crazy moves. That's why they're so popular because they do a bunch of crazy moves. But uh, yeah, I know them personally. If you ever want to be on the podcast, just let me know. Can't argue with that pick. It sounds like it's great. Can't you know? Just they sound like great guys, and I want them on the pod. Your brother-in-law, because their their sister is married to this guy. I can't think of his name right now. I feel so bad. I shouldn't have said that. I don't can't think of his name. Paul. His name's Paul. He's our bug guy. I'm Paul. He's our bug guy. Hey, he sprays the house for our bugs. A bug guy. He actually came over to our house the other day, and they had like a little barbecue or something. Okay. So just you know, if you guys want to be on my podcast, just let me know. I love it. We've got a wide audience, wide range. Tell stories you've never told before. Jason, number five for me. Yep. What do bug guys do, Jay? Spray bugs. What happens to those bugs when they get sprayed? They die. What happens when those bugs come back from the dead? (laughs) They set up like the motherfucking Undertaker. Undertaker's number five? Number five on my list for the Undertaker. Undertaker's number two for me. Oh, shit. He's up there. I loved The Undertaker, bro. He now, scared the shit out of me as a kid. He was fucking terrifying, and that's why he's five on my list. Because I didn't like him. It was just... I liked how much he scared that me. That was an idol. That was, you don't fuck with The Undertaker? Bro, when The Undertaker streak ended at WrestleMania? I know you didn't watch. I didn't you watch, probably saw I the heard clips. about it. I was a little heartbroken. I watched. I watched that pay-per-view live. I've Any sporting event I've ever watched, I have never felt my stomach drop like that before. It's insane. Like, it's a fucking Undertaker, Because he always kicks out. He has the streak. He always kicks out. He never... And then they said one, two, three, and they made it look kind of like an accident. So it was just kind of like, oh, shit. Like, was that supposed to happen? And then you got everyone in the crowd where they made those faces and everything, and there's that one guy who's, like, famous off of it now. <laughs> um, it was a pretty crazy moment. The Undertaker. One of the craziest things I've ever watched. Did not watch that. Maybe he would have been higher on my list if I would watch it. I remember one if time, I, If too, I saw the human side of him where he could be defeated. I remember one time too, he was, I think I've, I've mentioned this to you, but one of the things I remember as a kid is when he was wrestling Batista and they were in the steel cage match and they both fell on the floor at the same time. So it was a tie and then Undertaker, uh, 
you know, retained his briefcase. And then Mark Henry came out and then just beat the shit out of Undertaker for no reason. Like Mark Henry was returning from injury. And then Edge came in and cashed in the Money in the Bank briefcase. I was so pissed. I was livid. I hated Edge. Fuck Edge. Is he on your list? No, fuck Edge. Me neither. I hated him. He was a great wrestler, but... He did his job because it, clearly his job was to be hated. Be hated by like and eight, he, 10 saw, year old us. Yeah, and I saw him on the, because I was going through like the list of wrestlers and I was like, oh, fuck Edge. <laughs> I hated Edge, bro. <laughs> so good for him. <laughs> fuck him. Jay, who's number four on your list? My number four. Actually, I'm going to switch my four and three. My number four might be your number one. Your list. Speaking of the man himself, Dave Batista. It's my number four. Jason, number four on my list, Dave Batista. Oh, okay. So we agree. I, I always liked Batista. I loved Batista. Honestly, he could have been my number two, but four, three, and two were very close for me. I think what put him back for me right now is I thought about when he was feuding with The Undertaker, and I was kind of like, I liked them both, but I liked The Undertaker more, so I was kind of like, sorry, Batista, like I'm going with The Undertaker on this one. See? I was different. That's why Batista's for. You I loved, loved Batista. Batista. I remember that. The motherfucking spear, the Batista bomb. Do you remember when we used to... Dude's like a fucking animal. Do you remember when we used to... like We wouldn't wrestle, but we would like like pretend like we were wrestlers at Kingston and recess and you would do the Batista thing. And then I would do the Randy Orton thing. And like, <laughs> it sounds like elementary school. <laughs> us, I believe it. Yeah. You would like do the Batista thing. And then I would just throw my arms out like Randy Orton. Like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking Randy Orton. Batista was up there. And like I said, he easily could have been two on my list. Is Randy Orton on your list? Fuck no. Randy Orton's not on my list either, but the Randy Orton RKO trend that happened in high school. That picked up after I watched. One of the best trends ever. It was a fantastic trend. And I give him tons of credit for that because I fucking love that trend. We would RKO each other in the pool all the time. After I watched. Yeah. No. For sure. Yeah. I didn't really watch Raw. He was on Raw when I watched. Randy Orton. Randy Orton. I didn't watch it because it was a school night. So. Mm, that was tough. Smackdown was on Friday. And that's Smackdown. what Batista. That's why Batista was my number one for a while there. All right. What's your number three then? You're up. Well, I just did my number four. It was also your number four, so just do your number three. What do you want me to do my number three? <clears throat> Some would say he's number three, Jay. Some would say, I could relate to this man. <laughs> okay. There's one guy on our list that's different. Or two, actually, so I wonder who it is. Booyaka Booyaka. Oh! 619, Rey Mysterio. I have a Rey Mysterio keychain, and he's not even on my list. Rey Mysterio, number three on my list. I fucking loved Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I liked Rey Mysterio too. Setting people up on the ropes, hitting them with the 619. Hell yeah, bro. Fighting the fucking great, what is it, the great Khalid? Kali. Kali? Well, I remember the great Kali fucked him up too. But just that he, like, short little man going head. up against like the seven plus <laughs> foot motherfucker. <laughs> Rey Mysterio, man. He was just the little man who fucking could. It's so funny to think about when you watch wrestling as a kid because the great Kali was like this scary dude, and you, you know what I mean? But like. Me being more into wrestling than you, like, the wrestling community, like, hates the Ray Kali because he's such a terrible wrestler. Because, you know, there's, like, good wrestlers, like, how good of a show you put <laughs> yeah. on. For kids, we didn't analyze it in that way. We were, like, how good of a match like that in was. Like, actual business type people. Yeah, it was just, like, holy shit. He's just a fucking great Kali. Kali. Like, he's fucking huge. Head chopped Ray Mysterio's head and then squeezed his head off. Like a fucking watermelon. One of my favorite stories to tell, I might have told it on the pod, I've told you before, is when we were wrestling on Sebastian's trampoline and Damien tried being Ray Mysterio. So we were, you know, wrestling on the trampoline, doing whatever. They have a pool ladder right next to the trampoline, oh, one no. of the stand-up pool ladders, because yeah. they had a like small overground pool. Damien runs full speed, <laughs> grabs the ladder, and tries spinning around it to do a six foot nine. And the ladder just fucking falls on the ground. He just eats shit like on the ground, dude. Oh, it was shit. one of the funniest things to ever happen to me. That is fantastic. I think at the time we were like 12, 13, so Damien had to have been like 10, 11. It was so funny, dude. 
Rey Mysterio causing injuries. <laughs> so funny. Jason, who's number three on your list? Number three. I think it's your number one. It might be... Some would say it's the reason for this friendship, Tyler. <laughs> it's definitely number one. John Cena, number three. Yeah, Papa. I don't know a song. <laughs> dun, 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 John Cena, dun, dun. number one. Hands down. Yeah. Bless you. Number three for me. I love John Cena. I love me some Cena. I didn't watch as much of him because he was on Monday Night Raw when I watched, but I gained a bigger appreciation for him when I got back into wrestling and just all the memes that go around with him. He's one of the number one memed. Yeah. For sure. He's iconic, bro. He's iconic. He's. I would argue he's up there with the Hulk Hogan level of Oh, fame. easily. Easily. I mean, he's... Uh, He's in movies now. Great performance in Blockers. Great movie star. Would love to see Blockers too, for sure. He was in um grown up, not grown ups. Um, Daddy's Home too. Good performance. Yep. Uh, I love me some John Cena. He was great in Trainwreck. He was only, fantastic. He was. Have you watched the Rewatchables? The Bill Simmons or listen to the Rewatchables? The Bill Simmons podcast. Not for the Trainwreck. Just no in general. Oh, I've seen some of them. They have like the Dion Waiters Award, who does the most with the least oh, amount of yeah. time. John Cena wins that award hands down in that movie. Easily. Him or LeBron. LeBron was pretty funny too. LeBron was good, but LeBron, I, I'd, I'd still give it to John Cena. I for I don't remember exactly what he says, but there's a scene where they're fucking, and then there's a movie theater scene. I remember that scene. The made movie me laugh. theater scene is fucking fantastic. He's I like, gotta go back and watch that. Now. I remember he was just saying gay jokes. He's like, "What you want? You want to suck my dick, bro?" Or something <laughs> like that. Like the guy's like, "No." Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. John Cena's number three for me. Sure. Like I said, didn't watch him a lot as a kid, so maybe he doesn't have that allure. But since then, just love him. See, I watched Monday Night Raw for John Cena. Yeah. The F you, bro. You get on that man's shoulders, <laughs> you're done. And it's funny, too, because a lot of the wrestling diehards hated John Cena for the longest time because he's always booked as, like, the superhero. And, you know, wrestling fans are just adults, you know, that like it. Or, like, we want to see edgier stuff, blah, blah, blah. And now people, like, like him more because he's, you know, like, not in the scene so much. So, yep, love John Cena. Love John Cena. So your whole list is done, right? No, I still have number two left. Okay, you who's your number two? two. Well, I have just one. Number two is Undertaker. Oh, so we're down to your number one, my and number, number two? number two, yeah. My number two, half of D-Generation X. Okay. Which, Triple H. Triple H, okay. Again, didn't watch Raw, so I didn't really love him that much as a kid. Right up there with John Cena. The fucking sledgehammer, man. That sledgehammer came out. You were done. <laughs> the fucking spit. Oh, when you would the spit water the water bottle? Spit. It's like LeBron James pregame. Yeah. He has one of the best entrances of all time, he I will admit. He is fucking hype. He is terrifying. You know, before Chris Hemsworth was casted, he was viewed as the ideal casting for whoresome. For, for whore? <laughs> for, He's in a whoresome, like foursome with whores. <laughs> for Thor, some would say. Yeah. Triple fucking H. He could have played Thor. The man wielded a hammer. He could have been a great Thor. He was just fucking brutal in every single fight. Degeneration X. Which has Shawn Michaels, whatever. I don't know little tangent here who would be the original four avengers well iron man hulk captain america and thor not okay. counting black widow of wwe wrestlers you just completely left off hawkeye i'm not counting them but yeah but you said not black widow and oh. then you didn't even say not <laughs> hawkeye it was just he's not even a thought triple h would have to be thor i think you could do john cena for the hulk yeah he's got the haircut and everything um ray mysterio i'm gonna give uh well iron it doesn't man have to be anyone in this it could be like non oh just I can't think of anyone who looks like Robert Downey Jr. in WWE. Yeah. Also, they can't use like electronics in WWE. It's kind of hard. What about a uh, who's who am I? Oh, Captain America. John Cena could also probably be Captain America, but he's kind of too big. I feel like. Yeah, he's too. He is too big. I don't know. Maybe that's the list for another day, Jay. 
<laughs> my number one. Do you know who it is, Ty? Do you have any idea who it is? I don't. CM Punk. Really? CM Punk. The terrible UFC fighter. Oh, absolutely terrible. I I saw him and I completely just went straight past him. I could care less about CM Punk. When I got back into wrestling in like high school, and it was the only reason I got back into wrestling was because of CM Punk. And uh, he was just badass. There's like this famous pipe bomb promo that he cut where he like talks shit about. It's called a shoot where like it, he wasn't scripted. Like he kind of like he was like talking shit about Vince McMahon. He was talking shit about the company. Like it was like one of those things like, oh, my God, is this guy really talking? And then he had like this great match with John Cena. And then he like took the title and left. And like everyone's like, what the hell? Because actually his contract was actually up. And like that's what was getting reported. No one knew the truth. And he, it's like there's this one guy, this one wrestling journalist dave metzler meltzer whatever his name is um he gives out like star ratings and there's only been like three matches in the history of wwe to get five stars or something like that and that was one of them Ooh. and he was just a badass bro and like i don't know he was just kind of like I, I don't he i don't know he always like spit like he always had these really good promos like because i always liked the drama part of it and like i always like you know what I mean? When I got back into it in high school, I would still fast forward most of the show, but I would stop when CM Punk was on. <laughs> and then I watched the, he had like a documentary about his life. And you know, that's when he was talking about, cause he's his, the whole straight edge thing, you know, not smoking, not doing, I'm all, I guess you, some would say Nerd. I'm also straight edge, <laughs> <laughs> but how memeable is he, Jay? Not very memeable because John Cena, John Cena's great, but I don't know. CM Punk, like it, it I don't know. He hit me in this weird spot, especially in high school. We're like, because I remember at that time, that's when I was saying, like, I don't want to smoke. I don't want to drink or whatever. But I was, like, kind of feeling guilty about it. Then I watched that documentary when he was talking about, like, why he doesn't do it. And I kind of felt like, hey, this guy fucking, like, he's like me. You know what I mean? I, I feel guess. like you're getting deep with this. And I'm just saying I know. John Cena's memeable, and I love it. He also, CM Punk writes Marvel comics. He wrote, like, a few editions for Marvel. Didn't know that. Pretty cool. Pretty bitchin'. That was pretty cool. And then he had his whole drama where he left WWE and everyone's like, is he ever going to return to wrestling? We don't know. And then he did a podcast where he talked shit about WWE. And everyone's like, oh shit. And now everyone still is like, is he going to return to AEW? What is he going to blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah. He's probably just going to get he his ass beat in the UFC. No, game. he's done. He's, he's never That's fighting good. again. Yeah, he got... The I, worst rated UFC fighter in UFC too. Well, yeah. He's, he's probably the worst UFC fighter ever. Yeah. Dude, the first UFC fight that he fought in, like, I had like the biggest fucking butterflies in the world. Just for him to get his ass beat. Yeah. I, I don't know. I love CM Punk, bro. That's unfortunate. He's great. He if you watch some of his matches, his matches were great. Well, that's another list for another day. Top five UFC fighters. Yeah. We could do that. We definitely could. Um, Not today, though. Because today, today we're talking about WWE wrestlers. And we left out the Attitude Area. Cause, fucking area. I say it every time. Attitude Era. Yep. Because we didn't really watch really young for that. But there's definitely two iconic stars to come out of the Attitude Era. Stone Cold. And the other one being a giant movie star now, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you can smell! <laughs> that was so loud. <laughs> Bad radio? What the rock? What, what are you doing? My eyebrows raised up. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson, movie star now. Probably well now known more for his movies than his wrestling, depending on Ooh, who you ask. Depends who know. you ask. I don't know about that. Have you ever watched clips of like old rock promos where he's talking shit to other he's people? He's fucking awesome. He's funny, Absolutely dude. Absolutely electric. He's fucking, he's good. But, uh. Now, Jay. So we did f- top five rock movies. Did top five. He needs to be one of the stars because There's I left off the other guys. Other guys. Where he absolutely just kills himself at the very beginning. And I would say that'd probably be his best movie if we counted it. As far as overall movies that he's involved in? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. 
Tyler? Maybe two. Tyler kind of has a hot take about The Rock. I want to hear it because I think I agree with it. I'm just... You said you're ashamed of it. I'm just... We're going to go through the list and then I may make the hot take post list. Okay. Do you want to start? Who started? I started wrestling, so you start this one. Number five for me, Central Intelligence. Never even seen it. Never heard of it. Oh, fuck. I took one off of this. So you only have four? Number five for me, Jason, not Central Intelligence. Honorable mention, Central Intelligence. Number five for me... Jumanji. Number five is Jumanji? Yeah. Okay. I like the Kevin Hart and Rock dynamic. Yeah. That was great. introduced in Central Intelligence. Yeah. Not that good of a movie. Didn't like it that much. Like Jumanji more. Going just off that combo. Jumanji is my number one rated movie. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved Jumanji, bro. I thought it was so funny. So either you missed this other movie or you did not like it as much as I did. As far as my number one. <sighs> Probably missed it. It might I looked at a lot of movies that I haven't seen The Rock, but... Okay. But yeah, Jumanji's my wow. number one. I number loved one. Jumanji. Off the board. It's, l- a, it's a great movie. It deserved this list. I loved it, bro. I thought the... I, I, I'm a sucker for comedy. If you make me laugh, I'm going to instantly shoot you higher up the ratings. You're going to understand my list because the next... I, whatever. Let me say real quick, your beard is looking luscious, bro. Thank you, Jay. I was been, just looking at I've it right now. it out. It's, it's, it's pretty it's long. It's doing well. It's, it's long. It's just going to keep going. Your dad told me to shave it when I went over to your house the other day. I said, absolutely not. How long are you going to make? Are you going to grow it out? Until I cannot handle it. Are you going to do like a Dallas Keuchel beard? That's actually exactly what I've been going for. <laughs> Dallas Keuchel specifically? Dallas Keuchel specifically. Because he's got one where it's like it's a little, like, little bit on the cheeks and then just goes straight down. For You're me. joking. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's good banter. Okay, what's number five on your list? Number five. Fast Five. Oh, Jay, that's a bad take, bro. Why? Number two on my list. Fast Five, yeah. it's Some would say the greatest Fast and Furious movie of them all. I would I think say. Actually, everyone says that. I would say that. 100%. Not me, because I got a different one higher than it. Um, but yeah, Fast okay. Five was a good movie. It's Great been a long movie. time since I've seen it, to be fair. If I rewatched it, maybe it'd be higher on my list. Yeah, I believe Fast Five is the one where they steal the, the vaults. Yeah, it's that's like the That's when still the bad guy of the movie before yeah. he joins their side. Yeah. Great bad guy. I think I saw this in theaters, maybe. I for sure did. I, I, I have a weird love-hate relationship with the Fast and Furious franchise. I enjoyed the first one, but it was absurd as far as like physics and yeah. cars. And it's just gotten more and more absurd, and I still go and watch it. But I don't know which one it is, but Dwayne The Rock Johnson becomes a superhero and stomps down a parking structure. No, Vin Diesel does that. He just holds a minigun that's meant for a chopper and shoots with it. <laughs> Absolutely insane shit going on in that franchise. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw coming out um, Like right now I think Yeah this it's weekend. actually already out I think the Tonight actually I think yeah. might be the first night um, I don't know if I'll see that Probably I might I've heard it's actually pretty decent um, I haven't seen the first three Fast and the Furious movies First one I ever saw was four I saw it in theaters with Andrew Gunter uh, Three is Tokyo Drift Yeah Which is random people And then two is Too Fast Too Furious And then one is The original, the original. And then four is when Vin Diesel returned That's why I saw four in theaters Because Andrew and his dad wanted to go And I was like sure I'll go now watch four or five. I'm assuming I've seen six. I don't remember anything about it. Is that the one where they're landing the plane at the end? Mm, I think six is the runway that's like tw- like fucking 25 miles long. And then I've seen seven, and then I haven't seen See, eight. seven, eight, and nine for me are blurry. Well, nine's not out yet. Yeah, I don't know if nine's even out. But... Eight is the latest one. No, no, I remember seven. John Cena's in nine. I remember seven. All right. Oh, so you already did your number five? five. So I'm on four. Yeah. You might not know this movie, Jay. And your number two is done, and my number one. Yes. Number four. Gridiron Gang. Never heard of it. Pretty old movie. 
very serious. The Rock is a coach for like it's like a like a prison juvenile detention center. Okay. And he coaches a football team and makes these boys become men. Okay. Great movie. Have you ever seen Remember the Titans? No. Okay, well, I was going to compare it to that. I have seen this one movie called McFarland USA about this coach who was a football coach, but he was too mean to one of the players, so he got fired. So then he became a cross-country coach at this one high school or something. And like the, it's like in the middle of nowhere, like on the way to like Bakersfield. It's an actual true story. And they become like the number one cross country. And it's like a bunch of like, like, um, immigrants families that are like, you know, like farm workers or whatever. So they don't like, don't care about school or whatever. And then they turn them into like the number one cross country team in the state of California. It was a very good movie. Damn. Great iron game. Does it compare to that at all? Yeah. The dude from Pit My Rides in it. Um, exhibit? Yeah. Exhibit's his assistant coach. <laughs> oh my god. It's real good. It's an old movie, but it's fucking great. Pimp My Ride. We gotta do a top five episode, like a top five TV shows or something like that. Maybe top ten. That could be a whole episode. Maybe like top five MTV shows because they've had some fucking wild ones. I already know what my number one would be. Um, oh, easily, but. Number four? My number four? I feel like we've been spiking a lot. Is that okay. I don't know why. We'll figure it out. You'll figure it out later. Oh, is that, is that thing up? Oh yeah, it is up. Oh, we're good. Is it on though? Oh, now it's off. Now it's on. Um, I went with the game plan. Number four. Honorable mention the game plan for me. Great movie. Haven't seen it in a long time. I just remember loving it when I watched it. Another football movie. Right there with His you. daughter don't is that it. one girl who was kind of famous at the time. I don't remember her name. Um, and it's just like a whole like, oh, she never lived with her dad. And then he's going to like find out kind of how to like be a dad pretty much. And there's like an NFL star partying it up. And I think it, it's one of those textbook movies where, like, it starts out, they have a good relationship, and then he fucks up, and she wants to go back home, but then he wins her back, and then whatever. But it's a pretty good movie. I remember it. Yeah. I didn't remember it enough, but that's why I gave it an honorable mention, because I know I enjoyed it. I don't remember much of it either. I just remember that I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> number three for me, Jason. Furious 7. That's my number three. Is it? I ranked it higher than Fast Five. Right below Fast Five for me. I think that's the last one with Paul Walker. Yeah, that's why it ranked higher for me. Okay, that's the one I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah, just Fast and Furious. As a movie, it's probably not as good as Fast Five. I just remember the whole Paul Walker thing and then the song at the end. Fucking sad. I was bawling my eyes out. I make, I'm going to be honest. I make a lot of Paul Walker driving into tree jokes. Have you? I do. Okay. Maybe not the best, but I bawled like a baby in the movie theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, me so, too. It's up. There. It was sad, bro. It it's was number three on my list for a Dwayne Rock Johnson movie. Yeah. It was a sad movie. I don't even know how much he's in this movie or what kind of role he plays. He was the third listed actor, so... I just remember, yeah, the whole Paul Walker thing at the end was sad, and that's what fueled the movie for me. For sure. My number two, then? Right? Because you just said your number three was for your seven? Yep. So my number two, you still have your number one? Yep. And I am done after this? I went with Moana, number two. Oh, okay, you did remember that. Moana, number two. Moana, number one? Number one. Your favorite rock movie? I fucking love Moana. It's a good movie. It's a real good movie. I, Moana is up there for me, 100%. And I fucking love The Rock in this movie. Compared to Pixar films, would you put it in like your top five, including Pixar films? I think we already did that list. I don't remember. But I'm just saying, it was like, it, does it stand up with the best Pixar movies, you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't think okay. I ranked it as high. I think I probably, I feel like Moana's it's probably not Pixar. eighth. Oh, it's not? No, I'm saying if it was Pixar, how high do you think it okay. would be? Yeah, no, for sure then. I think it would easily be top three. Wow. I fucking love Moana. Wow. I think it is a fantastic movie. I'll pop it on whenever I see it. I'm not that in love with it. I think it's a great movie. 
And it I is think a the good rock, movie. Absolutely. It's number one for me for The Rock. The Rock, the one complaint I have about Moana is it was like one of the one of those rare voice performances where it's like I couldn't stop thinking about The Rock. You know what I mean? I mean like, the fucking character's huge and shit. Like it was very much a this guy's but it, the rock. It wasn't like this guy, it wasn't like it was like this is you know, what was his name? Maui? Maui. It wasn't Maui's voice. Like the whole time I was like, oh, that's The Rock. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was watching the movie, but as I was watching, I was thinking about The Rock doing voiceovers. You know what I mean? Like it was just because he just has such an iconic voice. But I love the movie. That, I mean, Rock's Your Welcome song, great song. It is, it's up there. Yeah. It's up there all time. How far I'll go. All time. All time. All time song. All time song. Wow. <laughs> you want to give me top Disney songs right now? It's in my top three. Riley's going to be pulling her hair out at that. That's fine. I don't think Riley was a big fan of uh like she doesn't dislike that song, but I don't think she was like fucking love it. I love his little tattoo dancing around on his yeah. I know the rock has nothing to do with that, but I fucking love it. <laughs> you know who wrote the music for that? Lynn Manuel yeah. Miranda. Hamilton guy. Yep. That's why it's so good. Hamilton's great. It is great. Flex. Um I haven't seen it, but yeah, I've heard. My number 2 and your number 1. So I guess yeah, we're pretty similar. Okay. Jumanji's the superior movie in my eyes, but it's okay. It's 5 on my list. Other honorable mention, Tooth Fairy. I've never seen it. It's actually not bad. Bit absurd, not bad. Wasn't there two and like they had someone else play? I think Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) We don't talk about that. (laughs) Honorable mention. Uh, Also, he was in like the Scorpion movies and like the Mummy. I I didn't fucking. I've never seen those. What's your hot take? Let's hear it now, Jay. We're just going through these lists here. Okay. By far. I believe his highest rated movies. He's in a lot of like generic action movies, skyscraper, rampage, San Andreas, like a lot of generic, not generic. Well, it is generic. It's just like these action and a lot of people. Some people dig that. I, he's known as a, a lister fucking movie star. Oh yeah. He's probably top three most famous people. Easily. You plug this man into a movie and it makes money. Yeah. He's never had a good movie. Like, good, good movie. Moana. But I'm Okay, but I'm saying, like, that was Disney. You can't fucking count that. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, Disney's going to be good. Okay. As far as him carrying a movie... Jumanji. Great movie. <laughs> I mean, it's good, but he's not fucking... What the hell was that? ass firework. Was that a gunshot? Yeah, a firework. He's not great. I'm a little scared. It's a fucking firework. They shoot okay. him off all the time. But yeah, I think he's a little overrated. A little bit. You know, I don't disagree. A lot of his movies are kind of like the same. Yeah, but it's just very much just plug him into an action movie. And it'll, uh, yeah, it'll make money. It makes money. Yeah, I agree, Ty. But I still love me some rock. I do too. Let me a rock hard Johnson. And I love the listeners. Don't forget to tell a friend about the show. What the fuck, Jay? Oh, am I rushing you? I'm sorry. Uh, No. But I say that. I, well, I was just saying tell a friend. I didn't say you're lying. Okay. Are you good? Well, yeah. Just make sure. Share this episode. Share it with everybody. Give us a review. We're, we're hilarious. We know we're funny. We just need more people to listen. Tell us <laughs> if you think. Sounds so desperate. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson is Leonardo DiCaprio. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's overrated. Tyler thinks the Beatles are overrated. And I think uh, Ken Griffey Jr. is overrated. Hot takes. From here. Everybody, let us know what you think. Be a good friend.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.